be the world champion with a body like that. And this man. And that's the bottom line. And now, your world podcast champions. Welcome to another edition of Rumbling Reality. I am one of your hosts, Ramsey, and on the other side of the podcast is... The actual host. I don't even need a co-host. I can do this by myself. I don't know about that. (laughs) (laughs) But this is Travis on the other end. For those that are tuning in for the first time and those of you that listen to us frequently, hey, how you doing? How you doing? Uh, Travis, so much is going on. I am getting so pumped up this week. I've been nonstop watching Raw 25 clips and highlights and intros, and I'm getting yep. so excited. Yeah, Raw 25 actually looks like it could be um, right along. I mean, they, they're they kind of promoting this as almost like a pay-per-view would be. I mean, they're uh, almost doing more than they would for a regular pay-per-view. Absolutely, and and it's cool because I mean, there's so many advertised names that are appearing on the show tomorrow, which pisses that, me off. Well, that's okay though, because I mean, at the end of the day, I, I get why they do that though. Yeah, this is yeah. A, this is a re. This is a celebration. Oh, yeah. Hey, of hey, hey, Becky, did you see Just Incredible is going to be on the show? I rather be a surprise. Well, I I get that you're one of these jaded fans, but I guarantee you, you might get one surprise that. Well, you oh god, I'm I'm freaking hoping so. And if I had the Cult of Personality theme song, I would definitely play it right now. That's not going to be a surprise. I know, but if CM Punk came back just for one night, which is not going to happen, but can you imagine? It would be incredible. It's just, it's a... It would be just incredible. Right. (laughs) I don't know why. It would, it would would be cool, but it's just, it's not happen. I know. Um, So, you know what? I'm trying to think. I didn't want to go Raw 25 automatically, but I guess... Well, then we can save it. Let's just save it off. Well, there's there's bigger news that we can talk about. We can talk about all the uh, potentials uh, that can happen between now and next... Well, not even potentials. There's so much that's going on with NXT, with yeah. WWE. Did, um, how about the, the whole thing we messed up on, me and you? The whole we, United States champion thing. Well, I mean, that was something that was just done. The most like, trashiest I, I, trash I've heard, seen in a while. I don't know why they they did it the way they did, but God. this still just, this leads me to believe exactly what I said was going to happen, uh, which was going to be that I still firmly believe Dolph Ziggler's going to come back. They're going to yeah, do the Bobby Roode and Dolph Ziggler angle of, hey, you know, I'm the real champ. I never said that I was forfeiting anything. Daniel Bryan said that for me. Well, um, I, I got a lot of people brought in this new one. I got a lot of people behind me, and I am behind myself and SB Nation. And if you go to my Twitter at WWE Ramsey, you'll see a screenshot of I typed in Royal Rumble 2018. First thing that pops up is one of the head articles on Google. It says Dolph Ziggler is one of the head picks to be Rumble winner. I was like, what? I mean, it, it would be incredible to see that. I just, I'm not. I'm sticking with my pick, which I know we're gonna we're gonna go over our picks next yeah. weekend. Um, which, by the way, I'm thinking, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw this out here now, just so that you and I can say it here on the podcast. Um, I don't know if you're busy next Saturday or not, but I kind of want to change things up a little bit. Maybe we can do a little bit of uh, do the podcast the day before. That way, we can have people hyped just as will be for the Royal Rumble, and that way we don't have to speculate day of. People can get 
get ready for the rumble a day early and we can talk about yeah. our discussions there we can do that it has to be early i think that'd be work. cool absolutely i'd be down like a rodeo clown for that i know you would because you're a freaking hoe um <laughs> so, hoedowns, uh, yeah. hoedowns. <laughs> we can get more into rumble, <laughs> rumble talk a little later i was gonna bring up some uh well we got ec3 that just signed well that's what well that's what we're saying this is this is what i was getting to earlier there's been so much going on uh behind the scenes um now let's let me clarify this. While you're saying EC3 has signed, there's been nothing mentioned thus far about any kind of actual agreement being reached. It's just been pretty much well. He's uh, he's actually been shown in uh, NXT Performance Center now, and I actually reported on him. He's been he's signed. been spotted, but we no, no. There's actually video clips now of him out in the NXT Performance Center, which is, is something. There? Yeah. Oh yeah. I uh, it's gonna be shared sometime today on my uh, on RumblingRumors.com. See, and I, I, I've I've read the same thing you did, which was that it was pretty much a foregone conclusion that they pretty much figured he'd be coming back, which I even thought so too. And he's he's done so well with his character since he I left mean, to the original. Honestly, I don't know much about him, so I don't watch TNA, I don't watch ROH much. So I mean, as much I well, he never went to Ring yeah, of Honor, so, so I couldn't tell you. Since then, I couldn't tell you his past or where he's been. What I can tell you is uh, for a guy who was released. Um, named Derek Bateman, who was, mm. I mean, he was he was the WWE's mold. The he fact that he never a John any, Cena look alike a little bit, like a more like a dark John Cena. Well, that's my point was that he had the look to be what WWE wants in a professional does wrestler. He thinks, does he think he's sexy? I don't know. He has the looks. He thinks he's. Sexy. I mean, he's that's what the, e, the that's part of what the EC3 character embodied when he when he very first. Came in, but at the same time, whether or not they let that, they don't even know, and none of us know if they're even going to let him continue to use the yeah, EC3 and gimmick. I highly doubt knowing Vince will let him. I think they should though, because yeah. it's one of those things where he he made it his own. He went out, went to another company, became established as a top star. Um, he should come in, and honestly, if they don't make him a villain, then he, they're more. And that's what everybody's saying. And you know, how do you feel everybody always talks about people like us always saying, oh, turn everybody heel, turn everybody heel. I mean, do you have to have some point where you're like, okay, we can only have so many heels? You do, but there's – Because I keep getting this comment is, on Twitter. Well, there's different, there's different dynamics for when I say that certain people need to be heel. For instance, Ricochet signing with WWE whenever he debuts, he's he needs to be a face, no if, and, and or buts about it. And I guess Montez his first uh, – uh, I mean, I mean, I don't know about any They're of that. We'll see. Um, and then we've got uh, War Machine, which just recently signed to the Performance Center, which I find very interesting how the Bludgeon Brothers were pretty much a ripoff of War Machine. And now they've they've signed the well, actual Well, a ripoff of everybody pretty much. I do what? Everybody pretty much rips off everybody to an extent these days, I swear. True, but I mean, if you had the intention to sign the actual thing, why even go through the uh, through the trouble of creating something that's pretty similar to it? You know what I mean? Um, what, if that's just made, my... what if they made a faction? No. Bludgeon no. machine. No, stop. Stop doing your stupid things. This, we just started this. Can you bludgeon, give me 30 minutes? Bludgeon machine. Think how scary that sounds. Give me 30 minutes. It's like, give me 30 minutes. That's, that's too long. I, I, can't, I can't control myself that long. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> huh. 
But I mean, I don't, I don't understand it. But at the same time, we'll see. They should definitely be uh, faces when they come in. They're going to have that momentum behind them. There's just certain characters that are just so much better playing certain roles. I agree. You know what I mean? Um, and it's not to say that they can't do the other side well, but you know, doesn't me, it, ta- it takes a, it takes somebody honestly to to be better, a better wrestler. It's harder to be a face. It is. It is. It's extremely. I mean, it's difficult. a known thing, but I mean, it's like. It's every wrestler ever said it's funner. It's easier to be a heel. I mean, every every one of more them has, has pretty much said the same thing. Like you're saying, is that it's better to be a heel because you get more freedom with it. Mm-hmm. But in that same token, though, in order to establish good heels, you need to have some good faces. And you know, that's what that's what makes John speaking Cena. Speaking of heels and turning heels, do you think we have some kind of um, heel turn coming soon with the Balor Club? Uh, I think they should. People have been talking about it recently, saying that he lost to Seth Rollins, and this could be, I don't know, some like kind of awoken kind of thing for him now. You know, and, and, and to that loss, I, I wasn't really, I don't know. I don't like. I don't understand it. I don't either, and I think that's kind of what infuriates me is because you push the Balor Club for the last two weeks. Does the loss really harm them? <laughs> eh, one could say no, but in my opinion, I think it does. Yeah. Because uh, you're trying to establish – a, a for WWE sense, I'll say this for a new faction, and the first thing you do is have the leader of this faction <laughs> lose to one half of the tag I team gotta. champions. I know. You know, granted, I get it. It's Seth Rollins, and you know, Seth Rollins is Rollins. But at the end of the day, he's in a tag team right now. Yeah. If you're gonna have the leader of a and faction to lose too, to anybody, so. yeah. If he's gonna lose to anybody, it needs to be to Roman Reigns. You know, that's that's just who it should be. That would almost um, feel a little bigger though, because they're trying. I think they're trying to save that whole bout. They could, and I really think they should. I, as a matter of fact, my whole my whole opinion in theory, um, after WrestleMania, if the rosters stay the way they are, mm. then I think we're going to go into a program between Balor and Reigns with the Balor Club at that point, hopefully being heels at that moment. Yeah, um, I could see that. It w- it would work. It would really work. Um, it, of course, some people would be like, well, Roman sucks. You know, it's not going to work that way. Despite what people want to say, Roman Reigns is a good in-ring performer. He's clearly going to be WWE's face, whether people like it or not. They might as well just accept it. And at this point, just just take it. Take it as it is and stop trying to be like, oh, the more we boo, the more they're going to get their attention. Uh, no, Daniel Bryan instances only happen once in a blue moon this day and age. So just... Just get over it and accept it and move forward because so, you're not going to change it. Let's talk about people. Well, I don't want to get too much into the Rumble, but we'll do more of that next no, week. No, we can but, save a lot for the yeah. Rumble next next week. But, but we I do want to say bit. people that are actually injured right now are not going to make it to the Rumble, which sucks, is Samoa, Samoa Joe. Joe being out is a bummer. That sucks, man. I'm so excited to see Joe in a Rumble. Well, another one. It had been his first one. His it first one, been yeah. His so first I was thinking, okay, form. first one, yeah. But you know, there's a part of me that thinks that we—he may still show show up. You know, I know they said it's a week to week thing, and they're saying it may well, take—it's going to take up to a month. Well, I've been recording; it's going to be about a month, so I don't know if I'm wrong or not about that. I looked everywhere for it, so. Well, I'm hoping I'm because with the interview he did saying that it's a week to week process, you know, and if I heal faster than expected, then of course things can happen a lot sooner. So maybe and on to the next injury, we have Kevin Owens. Yeah, you know, that's you know not, about this? 
I, I don't. I've heard a little bit about it. Okay, so it. basically, if you've noticed, Kevin Owens hasn't been in any real actual matches the last couple of weeks in a row. He's just right. been doing little tidbits in the ring and little things with Sami Zayn and right. AJ Styles. So basically, he's having some kind of a nagging injury, and I guess it has to maybe do with his back. This is what um, the Wrestling Observer newsletter is reporting and other, other major sites. So right. I'm almost thinking if he does have a nagging injury and it's getting worse, maybe it's signs that either Zayn could actually win the title or AJ Styles could retain it, and it probably won't be Kevin Owens. I'm just kind of maybe trying to uh, single out who could win that match. I I I definitely think if Zayn were to win it, obviously that would be a shocker and incredibly huge. Um, do you think but it's I don't time think though? That's I think that's, do you think it like it has the right feeling for it? No. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> uh, right now, with the way everything's going, um, Styles being champion, um, being the WWE champion, that needs to stay. That needs to stay at least all the way up through WrestleMania. And I'm not saying that as just an AJ Styles fan. I'm saying it because of logic and because of storytelling going forward. AJ Styles, Brock Lesnar's your heel champion on Raw. We already know where Raw is going to go with their title match at Mania. We already know that. Um, with Styles, you need a face champion, and I'm still hoping and, and praying as most everybody else is because it's been talked about since last year at this very same time um, that Styles and Nakamura oh, like has been penciled in for uh, the WWE title match for Mania, which would be great. Yeah. Uh, but whether or not that comes to fruition, we'll see. I mean, AJ's made several references, and, and ever since he's come to WWE and proven himself to be quite the worker that he is, Vince has gained a lot more respect for AJ and takes his opinion, according to AJ Styles, I believe he said, a little bit more seriously than what he did, of course, when he first got there. Yeah, and he, he keeps, it, he keeps pushing it. Yeah. Well, and yeah. He's, he himself says he's pushed it. Like, he keeps pushing it, saying that this needs to happen. And, I mean, how great would that be that you can satisfy both your your audiences you can satisfy the the wwe fans and then you can, I can satisfy, satisfy the anybody. hardcore marks yeah oh of course you can uh <laughs> uh man i'm trying to hold back talking about raw 25 because i'm so excited it's uh, okay we can we can we can pace ourselves what else you got um well you know uh what's the Jar johnny gargano's uh wife in uh indy star uh, candace larray candace larray got signed officially so yes, she did. I almost wonder if they're gonna do some kind of like, um, you know, put like put her with him. Or no? You know what I was thinking uh, with everything about this, and I think this would be perfect for them to do it. But I don't want to. Should I should I talk about what I feel like is gonna happen at NXT as long uh, as Takeover not, as long Philly as next week? Official spoiler, that's fine. It's not. It's not as an long as it doesn't run thirty spoiler. minutes. This is just. Uh, no, this is just what I feel like is gonna happen, yeah. and this shoot, is what I felt like ever bro. since Johnny Gargano won. Um, Johnny Gargano. Now that Candice LeRae is signed, Lars Sullivan seen... should be sleeping with Candice Renee. Oh, sorry. That's a. Too, too I'll wait. Okay, go. Yeah. <laughs> I'll wait. You're taking too long. Go. I can't hold myself. I just started. <laughs> How can I take too long? I know. I'm spastic. Okay. So, anyway, we see uh, Selena Vega has been with Almas now and has been a success, right? Mm -hmm. They've played up the fact that she's been a factor into all of his wins since he became, well, even before he became champion, that she's given him this reinvigoration, right? Well, what if you find, and I can see it happening on the Philly show, like not leading up to it, but day of. Uh, they do the backstage interview with Johnny and how he's feeling and everything. And then 
uh, the interviewer asks, "What do you, you know, what are you going to do about Selena Vega? Are you of, of any concern of her on the outside?" He can give a little smirk, laugh, and be like, "I think I've got that taken care of." And here comes Candice LeRae into the camera shot, looking out for her husband. Ooh, you know, like, now like he's that. got backup to take out Selena. Then what I can see is them getting into a scuffle because they're both women wrestlers that are actually she, pretty good. She can wrestle pretty good. Or? Yes, she can. Okay, Selena Vega. I don't know. I'm really fond of her career. I follow her now. I follow her when she walks down the ramp. I definitely follow her. Yeah, she used to. She used to wrestle in TNA. Um, oh, okay. she, I believe her. I think her name was Sarita in that one. Either her name was Sarita, or it was uh, the person that she assisted uh, was Sarita. I can't. I can't remember right off the bat. Um, but yes, she can wrestle, and I can see them getting into a scuffle on the outside, which gets them away from ringside and leaves Gargano. And all messed by themselves, and then that's when we'll see the return of Tommaso Ciampa. Uh, I'm pretty pretty confident that that's going to happen. Is that Ciampa is going to come back and cost his once tag team partner the title, and yeah. then that's going to lead into their program that's going to go to the NXT Takeover before Mania, the Saturday before WrestleMania, and you'll see a, a killer match between the two of them there. Um, I pretty much have that in my head that that's exactly how we're going to see things play out at TakeOver next Saturday. Yeah. So if that happens, you heard it here first, and this is not spoiling anything. This is me just throwing out what I think is going to happen. Hey, I'd be down for that. That'd so be a good way to do it. You heard it here first if it happens. Huh? Oh, I'd be, I'd be down for that, what you said exactly. I think it would, I think it would be smart booking. So I wanted to take a little break, and then I can't help myself because Raw 25 is Monday, and we can spend probably four hours on Raw 25. So right. let's uh, be right back. Okay? Be right back. Hey, guys. This is Ramsey. If you're liking what you're hearing today on Rumble and Reality, don't be afraid to give us a good comment. Give us a five-star on the podcast app you're using. If you love wrestling, uh, go to rumblingrumors.com. There's tons of wrestling stuff there for you. And if you want to talk to me or Travis, go on Twitter, WWE Ramsey or Travis Falhark. Uh, that's all I got to say. Back to the show, guys. Okay, and we're back. And so, Travis, I just want to read the list of confirmed superstars so far. It's not a spoiler. This is stuff they've announced. But when you read them all, it's like, wow, they, they're gonna, this is going to be nuts. So we have Stone Cold Steve Austin. Awesome. I'm freaking excited. Uh, yeah, we, we can make this a good or bad thing. We want to do like some kind of like a uh, yay or nay thing. Just start naming them off, and if I feel like saying it, I will. Well, I want to do something too. Okay, uh, the Undertaker. Hey, you know what? You do enough of it when you interrupt me during my stuff. Um, so, yeah. If you take down the time each person talks, I'm pretty sure you outweigh me. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure I actually have some pretty good valid points or even yeah, that's what good that's what crazy lines. people think in their head. That's the whole point. So, I mean, you can call it crazy. I call it genius. Okay, you know those so. guys you see on the side by the curb, like like they're six years old and they're talking to themselves? That's you. Is that what? Is that how we're gonna go yeah. on this? You got those big old beards, and yes, you you already. I don't gone. have a beard anymore, Miss I, Mister. I shaved my head, and now I look like I have a beard. Oh yeah, because like I'm, I'm a freaking beard. Triple H. Okay. No, whatever. So, <laughs> remember we were talking about people being crazy. Yeah, yeah here I, you I go, will. The thing is, I admit I'm crazy. Okay, so you're. I never I know said you're... I was sick. <laughs> Man, you got me going now. Okay. Good. Good. Under, the Undertaker. Awesome. Yes. Shawn Michaels. Duh. Yeah. Triple H. Yep. Uh, Ric Flair, which I'm pretty excited to see. Chris yeah. Jericho is now officially confirmed. 
Yep. Yep. Uh, Which we can go into what we were speaking about um, on Twitter with a couple of our people earlier this week. We can talk about that here in a little bit. Yeah, and actually, this since we're already doing this anyways, while I'm reading it off, one of the Trish Stratus, by the way, yes, A plus, uh, hell yes. So real quick, since we're already on the Raw Twenty Five topic, um, one of our followers, Christina on Twitter, Christina VR eighty nine, said, "What are your guys' expectations for Raw Twenty Five and Royal Rumble and WrestleMania? WrestleMania, we'll go back to it, but it kind of kind of goes into the same topic right now. Uh, sure. So." Uh, Jericho, I want to get back to in a minute because I'm so excited about what could happen if he comes back. Uh, Jim Ross, which yep. Jim Ross and J- King, and they're supposed to be announcing the whole time, I think. They're going to be doing the broadcast from the Manhattan Center, yes. Okay. Uh, Tori Wilson, definitely. That's, I'm not, I mean, as a former WCW fan, that's where she started. Totally awesome with that. Oh, God. I just wish Stacy would come too. That'd be cool. Hell, yeah. Uh, I freaking love Stacy. Scott Hall. I'm excited. And the to weirdest see that. part He's... is, they say Kevin Nash is still confirmed, but he was on Twitter saying that there's no way he can make it. He said he had a reconstructive surgery on his knee, and yes, there's yes. no way he wants to go through the torture of sitting on an airplane. And I don't blame him, honestly. And and but just you almost to... wonder, like, why not get like a limousine or some kind of like van? I or... thought about that too. Why not just make the drive? But then yeah. again, you know, you're talking about from Tampa, Florida, all the way up. Yeah, to New but York. it's like, what? What else is it? What else are you doing? You know. I mean, true, and you know what? You could be right. He may think that and, and show up and anyway. Say that, but if yeah. he doesn't, if he doesn't, though, I'm not really going to hate on it because yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, knee surgery is no joke. So oh, yeah. I oh, mean, yeah. um, um, but yes, the Bella confirmed, twins. But whatever. Yeah, the Bella twins. Okay. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Your favorite, Eric Bischoff. I am stoked to see Bischoff back. I was like, I was liking too for some reason. Uh, I don't like when he first came because I wanted to see him, you know, get uh, pummeled by WWE. But not not me. I was WCW through and through. Yeah, well, you lost. Uh, The New Age Outlaws. I like the Outlaws. Growing up, growing up, I was a giant fan. Uh, Christian, hell yes. I love. Has Edge has Edge confirmed? Uh, not on the list yet. Uh, You would think he would, since Christian's there. I there's no way he's not going to be there. I heard there might be. I heard there's rumors there could be an Edge Christian uh, McFoley thing, but McFoley's not confirmed either yet. So uh, uh, McFoley will not make it. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. he's already said it. he won't because he has a he has a family affair that has already that had he had that day already booked. So that's crazy though. You think he would like come though? McFoley is a family guy. He ain't gonna. I know, even but it's it like a big wrestling. moment in wrestling. Even if it whatever, he's had you know? several of them, so he's probably like, yeah, it's no biggie. Yeah, I guess it's true. Uh, okay, and we have the Dudleys have been Dudley confirmed. Dudley Boys is actually the very next one. Bubba Ray and Devon. Uh, Jeff's coming back. JBL. Yeah. Uh, Jeff Hardy. Maria Canellis. Canellis. Uh, the Brooklyn Brawler. The Godfather. <laughs> Kelly Kelly. Okay. Teddy Long. Holla holla. Uh, the Million Dollar Man. Ted DiBiase. Wouldn't it be so cool if uh, his son came too with him? That'd be interesting. I would like to see that. Uh, damn, Ron Simmons. Uh, yeah, of course. Michelle McCool. I'm interested to see that. Maybe she should come out with The Undertaker. And I doubt that, I but doubt. yeah, you never know. Um, I'm not sure why it's reporting this. It's saying Brother Love. Oh, Brother Love. I was thinking Dude Love. My bad. Brother Love. 
Uh, Bruce Pritchard is actually going to be there? Interesting. It says confirmed. It's on, a, it's on a major website. I looked at I'm getting this. If you wonder where I'm getting this information, it's from, um, it's like one of the major sites, ESPN or Sun, whatever it is. Um, we got Terry Reynolds. I, I'm actually interested to see that. The People Power. Okay. John Laurinaitis. I was uh, a fan. Of, I always was a fan of him. I don't know why. He was a great heel. Uh, Sergeant Slaughter and the Boogeyman are the official confirmed ones. So any ones. Besides Jeff Hardy, maybe that I didn't name. Um, I'm trying to think. Uh, MVP, he's oh, coming. I put that on RumbleRumors.com and reported it. Yeah, which I'm yep, actually MVP really excited for. It. Huh? I've always, I loved MVP, man. I did too, and you know, there's a lot of the females that are coming back. You know who I really wish, uh, and I don't know if she will be there or not. They yeah. haven't announced her. I think it'd be cool if she shows up. Is Victoria? Yeah. I'd like to see Victoria show. I was up. never a big fan, but she is also a heel. That's probably why. Uh, Jacqueline's confirmed. She'll be there. Yeah, I said that already. Um, freaking guy. You didn't say Jacqueline. I did. I swear to God, I did. Go back. I swear you didn't. Okay. Well, you know what? Okay. We'll go back later and find out. Yeah. Yeah. And if I'm <laughs> wrong, then somebody on Twitter can tell me. So it's okay. Yes, true. <laughs> uh, let's. I, I can't think of anybody else uh, right offhand that uh, that they've said will be there. Uh, okay. Or that's been so, throughout the week. <laughs> no, that's, that's going. To, man, my freaking call won't go away. So, what, who do you think will be showing up, surprisingly? These aren't spoilers. These are Ramsey and Travis thoughts. What we think will happen sort of situations. We don't do spoilers, people. We've said this a billion times, so don't think we spoil anything. I'm just saying it. Um, Personally, I think it'll happen. I think it should happen. Batista. Oh, yeah. I thought there was room he was going to be. Yeah, well, I that's more say, of the Rumble. Uh, I still say he shows up at Raw 25 to announce his entry into the Rumble. Mm. I think that'd be awesome. Um, I'm kind of surprised he hasn't been announced or confirmed. I kind of figured he would be since he's the first inductee to the Hall of Fame this year. Goldberg. I would think Goldberg would show up. That's um, true. That's, I think that's another one they're going to be saving. You're right. They could. They very well could. Um I'd like to see DDP make an appearance. This oh, is coming from a WCW guy. That's true, too. There's a lot of guys you think they would incorporate. Yeah, yeah, right. Those are the guys you think they would actually publicize and save people like Stone Cold. I don't know. I mean, DDP would bring enough people in. People like Stone Cold would rather save and be surprised. Personally, I think it also would be um, electrifying, pun intended, yeah, uh, for The Rock to make an appearance. You know he's going to come, man. It'd be awesome if he does. I would not mind it at all. Um, those are those are just a, a couple people right offhand. Has anybody come to your mind that you hope so, will show up? Who I who I hope is CM Punk. Yeah, we can all hope for that. One. I mean, that's just the big hope. I don't know. CM Punk. Um, I was gonna say The Rock earlier. Um, <laughs> but you do it. <laughs> you are that's a nerd. Um, dang. I had a, I had a whole list of those I wanted to go to. I actually put it on Facebook too. Uh, dang, or Twitter. Sorry. I'm trying to think. It's so okay. Out of the blue, who do you think? Who do you think would? Uh, I mean, if not, if it not, you know, it's not possible. Who would actually show up? Like you know, it's not possible. Not the ones you think. Why? Why would I throw that out there? Well, because, I know that they're not going because number to show one, up. you're saving me time while I look up my answers. 
And um, okay, uh, because they <laughs> haven't announced them, there's two that come to mind: um, Sting and Hulk Hogan. There we go. That's who I'm not really excited for, but that Hogan is the one I was thinking. Okay. Uh, despite what anybody wants to say, Hulk Hogan showing up on Raw would be amazing. Yeah. It really would be. And, and to be honest, anybody who doesn't think so is obviously not a real wrestling fan. I'm just saying. I mean, it, we can all debate about what Hogan was in regards to an in-ring competitor from that standpoint. We can debate that all day long. But when it comes to entertainment value for professional wrestling, when it comes to wrestling being put on the forefront, especially back in the 80s, you couldn't have done that without Hulk Hogan. So, you couldn't discuss wrestling without mentioning Hulk Hogan. I know. So I mean, it's, it is what it is. Did so, we talk about last week about Kenny Omega versus Jericho again rematch? Yeah, you were you were saying that you would think you would hope for it to be like their first encounter was for uh, the Tokyo Dome, and then somehow yeah, okay. set up for uh, for the rematch for Mania. Okay, um, I wasn't sure if I I, I you know, talked about it on uh, okay. And that, that to me, is becoming more and more so of what could be a possibility. Um, just because of what we were discussing on Twitter, for those that uh, don't know what we're referring to or didn't see it on Twitter, Ramsey and I both got into a conversation with, uh, with one of our followers, who we greatly appreciate, each and every one of you, so thank you for your responses. We enjoy it all the time. Um, we were discussing about all this that's been mentioned. If, if anybody has been noticing... WWE has become a lot more relaxed over the last, oh, I don't know, um, a few months now. Or more. Just like within the last year. We've seen them become so comfortable with mentioning other promotions. More specifically now, New Japan Pro Wrestling has always had a level of respect with WWE. WWE's acknowledged them in the past, but not to the extent that they've been doing. Yeah. Like, it's become pretty obscurely ridiculous to see how much that they've been showcasing uh, the New Japan uh, pasts Mm -hmm. of so many of their stars, even as going so far as to uh, mention in a video clip of Balor, Anderson, and Gallows, Mm -hmm. uh, literally referring to them as the Bullet Club by name in the video. Which is very weird. It's incredible. It's... I said it on Twitter, and I truly do believe it, because we were all discussing what's the prospect of since Jericho's showing up and still in the middle of a program with Naito uh, over in New Japan. I mean, what does this mean? Like, are we seeing a potential crossover, if, if that's even possible at this moment, to see New Japan make some sort of appearance or something along those lines, some kind of new New Japan representative showing up? And I remember saying this, that it just seems like there's so much being teased by WWE. It's, it's, it's kind of weird. It gave me a weird feeling, too. It's been, like, too much yeah. recently. It's, it's too... It's it, kind of one of those things they're trying to get audience people, or so people who have never even... More mainstream audiences who have never heard about New Japan, ever knew about it, talk, you know, to actually go on Google and look it up. So if they do these little things, like, what? Wait, what? You know, and they go and look it up they'll have more of a reaction when it actually happens on real life and raw or something. It, it generates the buzz. You're right. It's, it's like, that's what they're looking to do is they want to create some noise. They want to make some speculation. And if, and if that's all this is supposed to be, it's just a marketing tool to get people to tune in and watch, then great. They're doing their job and they're yeah. doing great at it. 
Um, but if this means that there's something bigger in the works, because I've mentioned it on here before, that with Triple H slowly increasing his stake and power in the company, Triple H has a great respect for indie wrestling, I think now more so than ever. And he realizes that there's not there's not any real competition for WWE. Like, they don't have to worry about anybody coming up to them and, and knocking them off of the pedestal. But at the same time, why would you want to be in a competition and instead, why not expand the wrestling universe more? It's not unheard of that New Japan has done stuff with uh, U.S. promotions before. Uh, right now, Ring of Honor, of course, is a prime example of that. But even before Ring of Honor... New Japan had a deal with WCW back in the day. Yeah. So is it impossible to think that they can't work out some sort of agreement to showcase New Japan with WWE in some sort of joint venture? I don't think so. I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility but I was, at all. I was seeing talking on Twitter about this too. The thing with that is though, I feel like in the long run, it only is going to help New Japan more than WWE. Because Absolutely. I say this because WWE is already big enough. It's like it's basically it's like McDonald's advertising some little mom and pop chain. Is it really going to help McDonald's at all? No. Sure. So And you're right. It you no, you're right. You're extremely right in that, you know, it doesn't really benefit WWE in the scales of hey, this is going to help our stock in the company rise. Mm -hmm. But what it does do in my opinion is two things. One, it starts it, it starts bringing together the wrestling community yeah. in the sense that, you know what, it might finally reach that point where it's like, you know what, we're all in the same business, yeah. you know. We all want this business to thrive and succeed. So why not actually look into doing something with each other? Not to say that we still can't compete and still yeah. be promotions uh, against one another, but in the same sentence, though, New Japan is a very different uh, product than what WWE is. And let's face it, they're not on the same promotion level stateside that well, WWE one is. Thing people, so it doesn't really hurt WWE. But one thing people tend to forget, people who are hardcore WWE fans and New Japan fans, I mean, people that like New Japan wrestling, which I definitely love a lot of their stuff, but they do have a lot of like out there kind of matches. Like a lot of like they do. a lot of like stuff, you gotta really, really disband your belief. And when you go to WWE, it's like all they really want is really real storylines and real things to happen. And you know, you know what I mean? Like it's more like, um, what's some of the matches that New Japan's had? Or like, you know, they've had some weird matches where like, it's I mean, weird, weird spots and matches where it's like almost like magic. Like where they well, and I, yeah, I won't, I won't say. I don't know if it was necessarily New Japan. I get where you're going with. That. You know what I mean? It's that style um, I, of like, uh, oh, not it's anime. I'm, I'm not really good at putting things in uh, perspective. No, but exactly. I, but I can, I can, I can throw this out there because I, I actually tagged you in the video <coughs> it, and you had the same reaction I did when you first saw it. The Koto Ibushi match yeah. that he had with the freaking doll. That's to me, that's entertaining, but. I have a feeling that can only go so far in Raw or WWE. Like I don't. Well, no, and I don't see. I don't ever see that really yeah, happening. Yeah, that, that in kind WWE. of style. Yeah, no, absolutely not. But it's one of those things where just because that element doesn't work in WWE doesn't mean there's Agreed. other fragments of oh, New no. Japan that can't work. I I definitely agree. But if you watch a lot of matches, a lot of the matches have spots 
to where they are. They're spot fests. Yeah, th- that's. I, mean, I definitely enjoy. You know why I enjoy? Because I watch so much WWE. When I do actually tune into a New Japan match, when it, when I do, it's kind of rare. But usually, it's they're, they're more of the headlining matches, main matches. But I enjoy them because they're strictly wrestling and they're they're awesome performers. But it's like mm-hmm. I just don't know how many how many young buck kind of style matches could work long run to be people get tired of it real quick. It almost right, feels like right. a um, uh, two or five live kind of show. You're right, and that's well, and that's one of the problems that people have centered with the cruiserweight division this day and age compared to the cruiserweight division of WCW. When the cruiserweights came out with WCW, they really brought the high flying stuff uh, stateside. Now here in 2018 seeing a guy doing flippy dippy moves over and over who said again that? who said it, who said that quote flippy dippy flippy dippy i want to say jim Cornette came up with yeah that. there's some, some uh, major guy on twitter major star who said that yeah yeah um but you know we see it's so, it's so commonplace now that the cruiserweight division when it was resurrected by wwe was a great concept because they had such a good mix of everything yeah except now the cruiserweight division we do have is filled with a bunch of guys, with the exception of a few, you know, like your Enzos, your Drew Gulaks, um, things like that. That they can, they do all that flip stuff. And something that that I thought was interesting was uh, Ricochet, who just got signed with WWE this past week. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a there's a great little interview with him on WWE.com and on the YouTube channel for WWE, um, where they were saying how. Uh, they were interviewing him and asking him what this, this opportunity meant to him. And he flat out said, he said, you know, I'm, I've, I've been so used to a certain style. And he was referring to the athletic style. He's like, yeah, athleticism will take you so far in this, in this business, but there's a whole other element out there that I want to become better at something that I'm not so well versed in. And this is the place to do that. And he's strictly referring to the performance aspect of, telling the story you know what yeah. i mean um it's not just about the acrobatics it's about what you can tell what story you can tell with those acrobatics um if he's pushed right i can definitely see ricochet filling the shoes of ray mysterio the void that ray mysterio here, but it feels like anytime we have a guy that's a little bit darker it never really works out for him whoever whoever pushes people in the back it just i just always get my hopes up whether it's a mvp or a kofi kingston or a you know you know whatever Booker T is the last guy I can think of. They really pushed you know long enough. Am I am I wrong by that? Right. Or? Um, you know it, it's. Can you think of anybody in the last five years that's African American that's actually or at least you know, well I guess I wouldn't say I wouldn't say Spanish because we have some people like CN and people like that are holding the main titles. But I just don't feel like sure. um, I don't feel like they don't give them enough credit. Um. Yeah. I would. I would definitely say there's always they, been. Or is it? I mean, I mean, the Rock. The Rock is obviously one of the guys, but he's not. You know, whatever. But, um, but I just feel like it's one of those things that um, is the because there's not enough talent there, or they haven't found the right guy. Is, well, you know, it's. I think there's. I don't think there's been a lack of talent whatsoever that they're missing, um, because this is something that has been mentioned uh, multiple times by multiple people. Um, there never has been a black WWE champion. Now, before anybody on Twitter says Booker T was world champion, yeah, you're right. He was world heavyweight champion. I'm talking strictly WWE. There has never been a black WWE champion. 
do you want to throw the rock in there? Sure, but he's also half Samoan. So you can't really say he's a full-blooded African-American either. I know, people the say only, that, but you're right, though, yeah. Yeah, the only person that actually came close to, I think, achieving that goal, or that spot, I should say, was Bobby Lashley. Um, oh, yeah. And um, Bobby Lashley was very close to, to actually getting to that's that That's also somebody rumored to maybe come back at the Rumble. I don't know why. It's rumored, but it's very unlikely just because of the way the relationship between Lashley and the WWE ended. So, uh, But that's not to say that fences can't be mend. I mean, the Ultimate Warrior came back before his untimely passing, so you yeah. know, it's, so let's, it's not impossible. Let's answer this. Uh, when, when we're, I, I need to um, – can't talk tonight. I need to put out some more questions earlier on uh, Twitter before I – I only did this an hour ago, so I only have two or three questions. Um, this is sure. by, uh, let's, um, this, let's go Vike. Oh, that's his name. Whatever. I'll do his hashtag total underscore package three. He said, do you think <laughs> Daniel Bryan will be in and win the rumble? Uh, no, I don't. Why? And that's, that's honestly one of the biggest rumors I hear too. Of course. People, and fan, people and the fans are going to hope for it. Yeah. People are going to hope for it, but it's not a good way to bring Daniel Bryan back. Why? You think uh, he's really bringing him back for uh, shaming man's the really good thing to do? Um, I'm not saying it's a good thing. I'm not saying it's a bad thing, and I'm not saying it's the right thing. But I definitely think he's better off in – despite what people would want to think, mm. him being in a match with Shane McMahon would be a high-profile match. Yeah, they'll, they'll of course make I it that way, but – no, no, it would be. No, even, they'll make it that they way. They'll advertise it. it. They'll give them. They'll give them a lot of storylines. They'll make it that way for sure. I mean, I'm not no doubt about that. Well, the storyline that they've been. I mean, they've pretty much hinted at the fact that you know something's going to implode between Shane McMahon and Daniel Bryan on SmackDown now for weeks. Um, and honestly, the only reason I think that that's better is just because. Granted, I got your argument when you were saying, wouldn't it be better to bring Daniel Bryan back in the Rumble to where he's. You know, he's in a match that's filled with multiple men that makes it to where he's less likely to get injured and stuff like that. But then I counter that point now with, isn't that also a match where he could potentially get more injured because there are so many guys around that are, uh, they have to cooperate in such a fashion that one accidental move, we've seen it even in a match, a multiple match, grand, yes, it was a tag match, but Sasha Banks simply drop kicking Paige in the back, gives her a stinger, and now she's done in WWE. You know what I'm saying? There's there's several little factors that can go into multiple men matches that it's there's an unknown factor there. Whereas opposed to a one-on-one match, especially with a guy like Shane McMahon, who has been uh, known to be so particular in how he plans his matches, yeah. that's almost a little bit more safer for Daniel Bryan as that's opposed, to, that's as a opposed point, yeah. to a multiple-level man match. Yeah, you don't have very good many good points. That's a good point. Uh, whatever you know, I'm the best at making points. So <laughs> shut up. Okay, well we'll, we'll get probably get more on that in the actual Rumble edition. Um, so I think we'll get closer to that more towards WrestleMania time. That's true. Oh, yeah, that's true. Uh, another thing you hear about Jay Uso getting arrested in DWI. Oh yeah, and I saw your comment too, and can't be more agreeant that we're probably looking at new tag champs come the Rumble. So. Yep. Well, Uso Penitentiary, as people kept saying on memes, uh, definitely is a thing. Um, well, and you know what's what's sad about this, too, is the Roman allegations of him buying ooh, steroids. Let's get into that. That's a yeah. major freaking thing. Let's talk about it that. Is. So, 
If you are not in the loop, if you rely on us for your information, a big news came out this Thank week. Thank you for that, by the way, if you do. <laughs> yes, we appreciate that. Um, Roman Reigns was actually um, uh, he was late. linked. He was linked. That's just a yeah, good word for it. Linked to a uh, like a like a multi-million dollar uh, steroid ring, and it's yes. not just him. They're the guy who's he's actually in jail right now, so he could be saying this stuff and naming big guys. But he named Mark Wahlberg, he named Roman Reigns. I wrote the article about it in Roman uh, RumblingRumors.com. But it's pretty Absolutely. serious. It is, and it's it's one of those things where it's something that was brought to my attention that I that was never really discussed um, when everything happened. If y'all, if you recall, when a uh, Roman Reigns got suspended. What was it? A year and a half ago, something like that. Yeah. Um, for, it was because of Adderall. Uh, for, right, right. Well, that's that's what they said, but nothing ever was confirmed. Like WWE uh, never yeah. came out and said that. Oh yes, he was prescribed uh, due to Adderall. Even the dirt sheets uh, only speculated that it was Adderall. But Adderall is such a common pharmaceutical that you wouldn't think that that would be something that could get them in a deep trouble, right? Isn't it an opiate? It is an opiate, but it's such a, it's, I think, well, I think there's a level of Adderall that, yes, is an opiate, but I'm, I'm going to no be idea. the first to say, I'm not say well, I was about to say, I'm not going to sit here and say that it's a for sure thing because <laughs> yeah. I'm not a doctor and I don't know any of all that. Um, I do know that it's it can be taken on a pill level, so it's not something that, uh, and that's the most common form. Um but that's what the rumor was, but there's never really been anything necessarily to confirm that it was. There were some people that said it was weed, that he tested positive for marijuana. Um, nothing was really ever confirmed. And I'm not, honestly, ever I'm not a big advocate for pot users and stuff. I mean, if it's weed, it's like half the time they're in states that allow it. So well, I mean, it's on top of they, that, I'm sorry. Couldn't they, just, couldn't they just test them while they're in that state and say they're clear for all the well, drugs it, legal in that state? Well, in my opinion, and this is this we goes know your into opinion. a much, well, this goes Facebook. into a, it goes into a much deeper debate, which again I, I won't I won't say much about it after this. Um, but you know, this is coming from the standpoint of I don't believe that marijuana is uh, is a drug. It's just you have what is you a have drug, certain. But... It's uh, again, there's it's a huge so debate. It, so is I, coffee. Is coffee is a drug. It, caffeine is the drug that's in well, coffee. Well, if you're drinking um, coffee, that's caffeine. And say decaf. Decaf's not even freaking coffee to me. That's like nothing. Right. <laughs> exactly. What's the point? But again, that? I won't. I won't. I won't go into my to my spiel or uh, yeah, or yeah, debate topic of that. But what I will say is, um, of all the drugs that you can test positive for, to me, weed is the least harmful in the entire world. Um, and there's plenty of scientific proof to back that up. Um, but. but there is things this, too that show they that never, the young kids shouldn't do it. We should make sure people, if they're young, listen to this. There's a certain age where you shouldn't be smoking at all because it actually does stunt your growth and different things. That has been true for any kind of smoke in your body and your lungs. When you're you sure, should, you should wait to at least a certain age. Not when you're like you know. I don't want some twelve year old listening to this and getting the bad idea about weed. No, no, and I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying that anybody should do it or anything like that. I'm just saying I've got my opinions on things, and that's just how it is. Yeah. Um, that being said. Yeah, let's go on. Um, <laughs> yeah, going back to the going back to the topic. Um, steroids has been, of course, the big question and banned from WWE 
uh, for for almost a decade now since the whole HGH Benoit scandal came out when uh, that tragedy took place. Um, so, I mean, could it could it have been steroids that he got popped for and they covered it up with Adderall? Maybe he did have a prescription to Adderall and they used that as the as the uh, uh, God, what's the sugar coat? I guess is what I'm trying to say. Um, that they just masked that, you know, they, they went ahead and used it because it was the easier story to tell yeah. as opposed to, Oh, one of our guys got popped. Well, it's not just one of our guys. It's the main guy they're pushing for however long now, you know, it's like a huge, huge person for them. Right. Right. But you get my point, you know? Um, oh, yeah. and it's, it's not like it's been unheard of, you know, Randy Orton got popped, uh, back in the day for steroids twice. So God, uh, why is he the main He's one of the main guys people keep talking about is the odds for winning the Rumble. I'm going to barf. I don't want to talk about that. If that happens. He really is I'm one sorry. of the main guys right now. And, and the, you know, it, 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 right now it's Randy Orton, John Cena, and Reigns. And then behind him is a probable Finn Balor. But I'm like, God, out of these, if these are the last four guys, I'm going to I don't want to see somebody who's won it before win. <laughs> God. That's that's what it comes down to. I don't want to see somebody that's won the game, that's won the rumble before. I don't want to see them win it another time. I, I just don't. We've seen that now two years in a row, three years in a row. We've seen Orton do it last year. Um, we saw uh, uh, God who who won it in 2015. Uh, Reigns didn't he? Yeah. Um, yeah, that was that. That was the year that Brian. Oh, I'm got... sorry, tri- uh, Triple H in, in 2016. I'm sorry. So yes, we've seen Randy Orton. I was win not. I, was, I didn't have much problem with that though. Well, and also it's for the WWE title, and it was pushing the Reigns story. Yeah, blah 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 blah. Whatever. Well, you know, man, um, it's like a. We've like seen, a but we've seen in the last three or four Royal Rumbles, we've seen a guy who's already won it before win it. You know, That's Randy true. Orton did it last year. Triple H did it the year and... before. Reigns did it in 2015. You're right. I didn't. I never. I didn't think of it that way. And the funny part is, to me, the Rumble. Is oh wait, kind of, maybe Reigns did win it for the first time in 2015. So maybe I'm wrong about my own. Thing. Yeah, but to me though, it, Reigns. Yeah, isn't he those, did. Reigns isn't one of those new guys. That's amazing. You know, it's not like somebody special or new. And what I'm what I'm about to, what I'm getting on is like, it just never feels uh, the Rumble itself is kind of always been that match for however long it makes a new star. Or it like puts sure. somebody in the forefront, and it's sure. like when you have Reigns who's already been in the forefront or something like that, it isn't. It's not as surprising, so it's not as exciting. Right. I don't. I don't know. No, I, I I agree completely. I just I just wanted to correct myself there. Is I I thought for whatever reason Reigns had won the Royal Rumble before, which he became the finalist with Batista, where Batista won his second Rumble. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, Reigns had only won the Rumble for the first time. Uh, just this past year or in 2015. So um, needless to say that was, that was then there, but I agree is that it wasn't something that was really exciting. It wasn't yeah. like, Oh, you know, I'm, I'm so stoked to see Reigns yeah. win the Royal rumble. Um, whatever the case may be. Um, I, I do. I want to see somebody that I don't want to say deserves it because there's several guys that we can say yeah, deserves so it. Say. Um, but I want to see somebody new win it. I want to see somebody that we weren't expecting, somebody that's, you know, that actually, if they're just favored to win, then great. Then they come out and win it, but nobody expected them to win it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I think John Cena would be the easy way out, and I really don't want to see that again. Oh, man, here's the thing. As much as I love John Cena, it's just not, no pun intended, it's really not his time anymore. Why would you let John Cena, oh, to have, 
And the next person, the next major person, I knew he'd get back on the Rumble somehow, is uh, Nakamura. Would you be down for that? I'd totally be down for that because that sets just, up exactly just, what we were I know, talking about. AJ Nakamura Styles or Nakamura, I know, but it's like it's now it's been talked about so long now. It's like I don't want something the obvious. I'm just I don't know. I'm, I guess I'm that guy. I want to be surprised. Well, you know what also makes this interesting is that with the Rumble being in Philly, you know for a fact that Philadelphia crowd is not going to go easy on a lot of people. I think they, do this like, on they do this on purpose, I swear to God. Yeah, you know they do. The yeah. last time they were in Philadelphia for the Rumble was when Reigns won the Royal Rumble. So. They, they, they love it. You know why? Because it creates people talking in headlines. It does, but it also – this is the one thing that I hate about WWE is when they do this shit on purpose – and excuse my language, but they do – um, they do it uh, intentionally just to uh, – it's almost like a slap in the yeah. face to the fans. It's like they're like, trolling. Literally, it's a troll. They're troll movie. Yeah, they do, it, they do it to make you upset so that they can be like, oh, you know, it doesn't matter what you like. At the end of the day, we're going to push for what you end up liking, you know? Yeah. And, and, and then it's like it, I don't think they understand the power of exactly the WWE fans. Granted, yes, you'll have those people that always watch religiously like yourself yeah, yeah. or me. I mean I'll always but, watch even though I bitch around. I'll still watch. Exactly, you know, but that's why I don't make the only time I ever made the claim that I was going to stop watching wrestling was Take when it. Undertaker lost his streak, and I damn near did that very night. Well, you also <laughs> made some kind of comment, but with Sting too, remember? Um, I I I remember saying that in regards to I was like, if they didn't make Sting look good, or no, it was when a. It was when uh, they were doing the Triple H angle, and I said if Sting doesn't go over in this angle, then definitely Triple H has some kind of ego problem about Sting because that that feud was so well done, like it had such a great aura to it, and they still booked Sting to lose his first WWE uh, WrestleMania match, and it's it should have never gone that way. Even Scott Hall, Scott mm. Hall, who's one of Triple H's best friends, was like. Really? You're going to sting? You're going to come on the big show and you're going to job out? Seriously? Uh, even he was like, why? That doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Um, so, I mean, then when he came back and did the whole uh, potential title against with Seth Rollins later on that year, I was like, if he wins the WWE title at that point, I will completely forgive the WrestleMania shit at that <laughs> point. I was like, they put the WWE title, even for just a day, just for one day, and I would be right as rain. I'd be like, "Yep, okay, you get a pass. You, that's kind of why you can have the WrestleMania kind of thing. thing. That's fine." Yeah. Um, <laughs> but that didn't happen either, and he got retired after that. So. I know. I was such I was, a disappointing thing. I know. I was something. I mean, I was never a huge Sting fan, but even I was like, he deserves some kind of like spotlight for holding out this long. You come in WB, man. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. What was one of the last things I wanted to talk to you about? It was kind of uh, involving uh, the Rumble slash. Dang, it was it was like two topics before, two topics behind this one. I forgot. Dang. I don't remember now. I'll give you a couple seconds to think about it. <laughs> Anything else you want to get off your, get off your chest or talk about? We forgot. Uh, was there another question that we had? Because uh, I thought you said you had three uh, at least. Um, I thought I had three. Let's see if I had three. Well, the other one, the other one. <coughs> well, it was two two questions and one from Christina. It was more about um. Let me, let me go back. Hold on. Let's see. Okay, live airtime. Sorry, guys. Um, <laughs> I know. Yeah, we we don't want to necessarily try to fill the gaps. Yeah. You know. I'm... So the issue is saying, uh, what are what are your guys' expectations for WrestleMania 34? 
still pretty early for me, but what are your some of your expectations expectations? Uh, with the way things are going right now, I honestly expect WrestleMania 34 to to be a decent show. Um, I honestly don't think it'll be something that people are disappointed with. Um, if anything, I think really the only disappointment will be Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar too. Um, granted, yes, their first match was actually a lot better than what anybody expected it to be. But in that same breath, it definitely wasn't good enough to say, oh, we should do this again. But Vince McMahon, being Vince McMahon, for whatever God knows why reason, mm-hmm. uh, just thinks the Reigns-Lesnar deserves a sequel, much like The Rock and Cena 2 didn't need to happen either, but it did too, so. Uh, yeah. Oh, damn, I forgot. I, I was literally just had it. I wasn't talking about shit. I, I'm, <laughs> I'm trying to multitask to look up images and stuff for the, for the cover photo. Damn it. Was it CM, was it CM Punk? No, was it, was, it? it was two things. No, keep, go, go back, backtrack a little bit. Okay, well, I'll tell you what. Interrupt me if you if it comes to your mind. If if I'm talking, just yeah. interrupt me. I don't care. Uh, just because I kind of want to know what it is now. Now I'm I know, curious damn as to what it is. Uh, but yeah. Oh, okay, no, got it. So thank God. So I've been hearing this is more back to New Japan stuff. So can you imagine if there was some kind of invasion kind of thing? Uh, I know they. I know it's happened before, but if we have like. Balor, okay, we have AJ Styles holding the WWE title. What uh-huh. if Balor holds the Universal title? Uh, the Good Brothers hold the tag team titles, and then like all the new New Japan guys start coming in. They think you know that sounds like a cool storyline to me. It would be great. And actually, it wasn't my idea. Somebody on Twitter actually mentioned this to me. Well, and this goes back to what if what if all this does actually um, what what if there's a lot of a, uh, there's a bigger play in here than what any of us actually know. Um, I mean, we don't know what's going on. Could Chris Jericho be the bridge that gaps all this? You know, could it, so it really about, have been? It could. I mean, ironically, the walls, of Jer- the walls of Jericho will not be holding up. <laughs> Sorry. Right. Well, I mean, Jericho was the one who said that when all this started coming together, you know, he even said it on his podcast with Kenny Omega. Once everything started getting signed and sealed it's not like he couldn't not tell vince you know he didn't want to be yeah that that guy because oh, yeah. at the end of the day he he sees himself as a wwe guy and i hope so to, this long yeah right and uh i mean what if what if jericho is like hey you know you should really meet with this guy you know like what if he's I, saying I'm that excited. to I'm vince about new about it. officials I'm excited even like, contemplating that, honestly. That'd be, that'd be so cool to have Kenny Omega or, like, this, some guys, like, um, uh, Bullet Club's not New Japan, but it opens the doors. That's the whole point. And that and that very well could be because, I mean, at this point, we all know that Vince is trying to start this new company. We all know that Vince is going to throw him away. We all know in the long run he would screw Bullet Club over and screw Kenny Omega over, but it would still be exciting to see for the for the forefront. Absolutely, and that could be part of the payoff is, you know, we were talking about, well, what does WWE really have to gain out of this? And that right there could be it. You know, you you come in with this angle, and yeah, the angle gets New Japan notoriety, um, but what if that's part of the agreement is, yeah, you get New Japan to get, uh, get a spotlight that they didn't have put on them before, mm-hmm. but WWE wins in the angle in the long run. You know what I mean? So they get the payoff. You still get the benefit of New Japan getting some exposure. Plus, you get uh, you get WWE winning out in the long, in the angle in the long run. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
Well, I, um, I can see it being that way. I mean, I, I'm really hoping something like that has happened because just the way they're putting it through on their little highlights on their Facebook Facebook and stuff like that, it's just seeming like something's going to happen. Yeah, um, there's something – there's a – is there something else you had in your mind? No, 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 no. That, that was it. <laughs> well, there is – I'll say this, and this is something that <coughs> even with my experience uh, being in the wrestling business now, just myself for just a little over a year. WFC? Um, yeah, absolutely. WFC brought me in, and I appreciate them greatly for doing so. Um, the one thing that has always been tried and true when it comes to us wrestling fans and the wrestling business as a whole, um, the saying has never been more true than I think it is at this point in time right now. Never say never. What do you mean? They, oh, they always general. say. They always say. I mean, it, if the wrestling if, business, if Shane Man can put his feet in a WCW ring and then buy the pretty much they bought the company, anything could be happening. You never know. If Ultimate Warrior and Goldberg can mend fences with the WWE, that's true. Never say never. And that's mostly because of Triple H. Think of Triple H. It very well could. Because we know Vince is not the kind of person who's going to reach out to people and say, "I'm sorry." I mean, I mean, Triple H was the one who got Bruno San Martino to come back to the company, which is crazy. You you definitely you think like your dad has such your dad has such a past that Bruno and Bruno is one of the guys that helped your dad make the business. You think you just like not. You know who cares, and you know shake his hand. Right. I'm talking about Vince. Well, dad, you Vince know, and Vince's dad kind of thing. Right. No, I got where you're going with that. You know, that's why I'm saying. Uh, I think, despite what people want to say about Triple H and and what he does backstage, politics wise, whatever, the which case always may happens anyway. So it doesn't matter if Triple H is it or not. I mean, that's any True. business ever. Have you ever worked yeah, at Brahms, or you ever worked at McDonald's, or worked at Coles, uh, or worked at a career? There's always politics. So, sorry. Always. That's just life. You're around human beings. Somebody works harder than somebody else, or maybe somebody's perspective is different than yours, and then you think, oh, well, I'm not going to push Dolph Ziggler because Cena told me not to. Damn it, Cena. Yeah, I mean, it's it's true. There's uh, there's always going to be that. Um, But the thing is, when everything is all said and done, Mm -hmm. and when the WWE really does have a transfer of power from Vince to – you know, as as it stands this moment to Triple H and Stephanie, um, Triple H is a smart guy, oh, and yeah, and it's like every, Linda McMahon has said this uh, on his documentary is that Vince is teaching him the business aspect, but Triple H came into the business side with something that nobody else could come into at his level. Mm-hmm. Um, he he can view it from the wrestler's perspective, and he's always going to view it as the wrestler's perspective first. So he has that type of insight, and that's a very valuable commodity to have um, behind the scenes. There's a reason we have guys like Finn Balor, Samoa Joe, AJ Styles, the list goes on and on. Yeah. Guys that we never thought were going to be in the WWE are finally in the WWE. There's a reason for that, and Triple H is a big driving force behind that. So once that transition of power actually goes through to the fullest extent that it can, I I am 100% certain we're going to see a lot of things change in WWE, and I personally, despite what CM Punk said in his pipe bomb promo, I really do think the change of power to Triple H and Stephanie might just be for the better of the company. You almost, I mean, I've always wondered this. Is there going to be some kind of power struggle between Shane and Triple H and Steph in the real life? There, there may be. Like There's sooner been or later, Vince passes away, you know, sadly. And then they're like, they 
They base, I'm sure Vince's going to split up 50-50 between his kids. And I wonder... we, well, we don't know because Shane sold his stock to the company oh, when he left originally. I forgot so, that. So, okay. So, you never, you never know. I forgot that, I mean, yeah. But that we don't know what's been done behind the scenes right now either. You know yeah. what I mean? We yeah. don't, we don't know. Is is there's there's never there's not been anything confirmed even since Shane came back uh, almost two years ago. Still, nobody knows for certain if Shane is literally just an on-screen character at the moment, or if there is some sort of uh, maybe he has gotten back into the company somehow um, on the actual business level. Nobody really knows just yet. Um, so we don't know what's to hold. Could it go to Sh Triple H and Stephanie still? Is Shane now a foot in the door to get some of that power too? That's a good well, point. We, I almost we won't like, know. I'm not, I'm not saying I'm making things up in my head right now, but it's almost like he's doing this to, to get back in with his dad to get the shares or get some kind of power back in the long run. He could. And, you know, there's a lot of guys that were working with Shane McMahon back in the day that yep. said he's, a, he's an excellent boss. So – um, only time will tell. Yep. But I do think WWE's future and the future of pro wrestling in general is a very bright one from this point on. I said it on Twitter as part of our conversation. I'll say it again. We are, in my opinion, we are very much on the verge of another wrestling boom like what we had in the 90s. Not exactly like the 90s, but we're, we're right on the cusps of having another one that was just as big as what the 90s were. You know, I have, I have, and it may be honestly even bigger because you have, you be. have, you have a whole entire, you know, different market, a whole entire. The independent, the indies have exploded. I'm talking about New Japan, honestly. They, there's so many people in that country and China that follow their, that, their, that brand of wrestling. I mean, mm -hmm. billions. Well, and that's what I'm saying is, I mean, the indies, the indies have exploded like no, like never before, you know, to the point where we basically almost have the territory system again that was back yeah, in the '70s and the '80s. Doesn't it feel like that sometimes? I'm, I'm it, on it Facebook does. and I'm getting all these ads for all these little companies. I'm thinking, because you know, ever since I uh, liked a couple indie sites years ago, ever since then I've just been bombarded with different little, different little uh, foundations in different little cities. I'm thinking, it feels like it's like a reemergence. I don't know. That's what I'm saying. We're seeing we're seeing the height of the indies uh, growing in popularity now. Um, we've seen New Japan grow to because, a level of success. Of WWE, though. I think that's WWE's doing and not make it a. Pro I, it's going to happen either way. But probably... WWE's it's WWE's doing unintentionally because yeah. they people were so sick of seeing the WWE product that they wanted something different. And those and, stars that never got pushed enough or they knew that were good start going to these smaller places and leaving WWE. Yep, and and they and that goes back to what we've said before on this podcast is it's now been established is that WWE is no longer the be all end all. You mm -hmm. can make a living without WWE in professional wrestling, and it's it's being proven now more than ever. We have the indies at a popularity level that they've never seen before. Mm -hmm. You have companies like Ring of Honor who are still somewhat considered an independent company, but um, Atlas don't. Sometimes I, I mean I say indie still, but ROH isn't almost feel like that anymore. I I, I agree. I agree wholly. I, I don't think oh, ROH. Oh damn! Can be I'll make this really really quick because we're already kind of over our a lot of time. We should do. Sure. Um, Austin Aries is really pushing this whole uh, Pete Dune uh, WWE versus uh, ROH match. You mean WWE versus Impact match? Impact. Ah oh, shit. Impact. Yeah. Sorry. I got you. I got what you meant. That's why and I don't you know, watch that's Impact. That's another company. 
that is another company who is actually um, in a rebuilding process too well, for the better for the, for the 80th time. Yes, it is. But this time they've got two guys. They've got one of the original head writers for TNA back, and they've got Don Callis on their side now too, who's also working with New Japan. So they could potentially repair that relationship too. Um, it, it it could work. It could work with Impact this time, as long as you keep the business people away from the actual wrestling, and you keep the wrestling <laughs> guys know. away from the actual business side. They need to. And, they need to have a slogan with. They need to have a slogan with Seth Rollins and Seth Rollins uh, rebuild, destroy, rebuild, destroy. That's all their shirts should say. Because it's constantly me hearing about them coming up, finding another me, them situating themselves different. Every time it's kind of a letdown. Because. Hey, I honestly want another mainstream product I could get tuned into and actually get into it. But I think uh, I was reading an article today. One of the major Impact stars was saying that there's just not enough consistency in their storylines and in their product for fans to be really engaged or want to keep tuning in. And that's one of the guys True. on the roster, one of the main guys. I forgot who it was. It's uh, True, but but they've even said now that right now the uh, uh, the the morale backstage because of the new writing staff and the new creative staff mm -hmm. is, at a, is at a new high at the moment. So um, they, they could be on a good merge. I mean, we've been saying it for over a decade that, you know, TNA was going to fold, or I guess Impact is what they are officially are now. Um, Impact was going to fold this year or that year, and it's 15-plus years later, and they're still here. True. So, so, I mean, despite what everybody said about them not being here at this time or that time or whatever, you can't ever take away from the fact that they're still here. That's true. So, well, so um, I mean, you never know. Travis, great episode. I hope everybody enjoyed it. And, yes, of course, I will let Travis bring us out. Yes, sir. As everybody knows, you can go and like us on Facebook. Go follow Rumbling Rumors on Twitter, as well as both Ramsey and myself, Ramsey at WWE Ramsey, mm -hmm. myself at Travis underscore Falhark. And as always, take care, everybody. And I'm not going to say anything that has to involve your hair today. Ooh, nice. <laughs> All right, guys. Oh, oops, oops, oops. Hold on. Outro, not intro. Have a good, have a good day, guys. Peace out. And until next time, good Bye. Mm. And good.